This is the Main Money Show with Craig Dixon from the Investment Executives. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Craig Dixon provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Craig Dixon on The Main Money Show. Good morning, Maine. Welcome to The Main Money Show. My name is Craig Dixon from Investment Executives. Uh, if at uh, any point during the show, as always, uh, you want to learn more about what we're talking about here or previous shows, um, you can visit us online at themainmoneyshow.com. That takes you right to our radio page. If you need to get a hold of us directly and you want to set up a complimentary consultation like we offer throughout the show, you can give us a buzz at 855-625-3736. And while you are at my website, themainmoneyshow.com, be sure to subscribe to iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. And like I said, you can keep up to date with everything and listen to it at your convenience. But anyway, I uh, just wanted to get right into it today. And rather than procrastinate about this whole show, I wanted to get right into it because today we're going to be talking about procrastination and retirement. And the Merriam-Webster defines procrastination as intentionally putting off the doing of something that should be done. And we've all procrastinated about something. Uh, it could be something simple like doing the, the dishes or mowing the lawn or whatever it is, or it could be something larger like balancing the checkbook, paying off debt or saving for retirement. The longer we procrastinate, um, the harder it can be to get started on any project, um, let alone actually complete it. And I remember my, um, my brother would always say to my parents, and I hope he's listening to this, I'll do it when I get around to it. And so for one Christmas, my parents bought him a wooden, what looked like a wooden coin, and it said round to it on it. And he finally got his round to it. So, and it said, uh, now you can do it. Uh, wow, it was, now you can do it. You finally got your round to it. So I thought that was pretty cool. But we're going to hopefully point you in the right direction so you can get your own personal round to it and get things underway as far as your retirement planning. But I wanted to say hello to Mitch, who was here with me this week. We did a show Oh, a few weeks back, but he's here with me again. I'm really excited about it. We did a great show last time, and we're looking forward to doing a another good one this week. So how are you doing, Mitch? Yeah, I'm doing good. Speaking of procrastination, before we get to the show, yeah, bring it on <laughs> me. Uh, yeah, your uh, normal co-host there, Tony Shore, uh, he's out today. He's doing something that uh, he's he's running for the Father of the Year Award, I believe. He's uh, he's chaperoning <laughs> his daughter, his daughter's band trip, his 14-year-old, oh, really? 15-year-old daughter on a band trip. To Nashville, yeah, and it's like a, taking a bus with all of these, you know, high school kids. Jeez. It just, I, I don't know how he's he does it. it. He, he's a better father than I would be. So hats off to him, though. Yeah, I'm sure he's having fun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pulling his hair out, right? Yeah. Oh shoot. But anyway, Craig. So uh, back to the show today about procrastination, and um, I don't know about you, but I know I have a couple projects in the garage that I haven't gotten around to yet. Yeah. Well, you you can get a, uh, a round to it, right? That's right. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, there's actually a, um, a website, psychologytoday.com, and it mentions that procrastination often involves some level of like self-deception, a little bit of trickery upon yourself. And at some level, we are 
basically aware of the truth of our procrastination. We know it exists. We know it's there. We know we do it. So today what we're going to do is to hold a bit of an intervention, so to speak, for all those people that are listening. And if you haven't started saving for retirement or haven't created a clear retirement strategy, um, you know you need to get started. All of you out there that are listening, I know whether you're you know, whether you're 21 or 51, you need to start and you need to get things going. And if it's any consolation, you're not alone. There are a lot of people out there who procrastinate, who wait till the last minute to try to get things underway. But um, we can do it. We can get you headed in the right direction. It's just a matter of getting up and getting you around to it. So when the Employee Benefit Research Institute asked workers as part of uh, its latest retirement confidence survey, how much they had set aside for retirement, more than a third of those between the ages of 40 and 54 who answered said they had less than 25,000 saved and more than a quarter of those 55 and older said they had less than that. So there, it's just amazing how little we have saved. Um, I think it's coming around full circle. We've heard, you know, after this last recession, people are starting to save a little bit more. There's more in savings, but um, a lot of you out there are still procrastinating. Right. And that's crazy that people, you know, even in their 40s or 50s, they have less than $25,000 set aside for yeah. savings. That's, you know, that's that's kind of nuts. But, um, yeah, you know, at least those for like people like me and your brother who've been cr- procrastinating, we know they're not <laughs> alone. You know, we've got some company here. Yeah. 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 That's definitely true. They're, well, you're all in a lot of good company. Most people are are procrastinating as far as retirement plan because it's it's a hard thing to think about. I mean, you're trying to support your family and pay your bills and to have a little bit of extra money sometimes is near impossible. You know, you got more month at the end of the money, so to speak. So, um, but I guess, you know, not being alone and being comfortable are very different things. And like the old parents saying, you wouldn't jump off a bridge because your friends did. I always used to say, yeah, I would, but obviously (laughs) I would. (laughs) You also uh, shouldn't avoid taking the next steps for your retirement because you're not alone. Uh, there might be, you know, there might be time to improve your retirement prospects in all likelihood. It's going to, going to take some serious and potentially probably uncomfortable steps, but it's not too late. It's definitely never too late. Uh, I talk to people that are right on the doorstep of retirement and every cent for them is going to matter in, in retirement to and through retirement. And today, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about a June, 2018 article on money.cnn.com entitled Three ways to recover from a late start on retirement planning, which provides um, basically three potential routes to catch up from a slow start in retirement. All right, so that sounds great. So, what is the uh, the first route that they said to go? Oh, we're getting right into it. Yeah. So, <laughs> so anyway, the uh, the first way is uh, to put it bluntly: just start saving your um, you know what off. Can you guess? You know what? what the I think I got there? a pretty good idea. I don't know if yeah. we're, we should say what it is, though. No, could be butt. Save, save, yeah, yeah, saving you your butt off. That works. <laughs> but um, first, I want to be clear about this. To go from saving virtually nothing to saving diligently and, you know, um, on a consistent basis is going to require real discipline, real self-discipline and some major lifestyle adjustments with you if you are alone. And then if you are with somebody that is your partner or you or you're married to or whatever, um, you're definitely going to make some lifestyle adjustments and, and have to be supporting each other. But unless you're willing to make that concerted effort to spend less and save more, your chances of being able to live anything close to your current lifestyle after you retire are slim and none and, and slims out of town, if you will. So um, if you do make the commitment to save, you may be able to still come up with a pretty decent nest egg in the next few years. 
of your career as you, um, you know, approach that, those retirement years, those golden years. Right. And I know, I'm sure you feel the same way, but you know, once I retire, I would want to have, you know, at least comparable to, you know, the lifestyle that I'm having now, I don't want to have a drastic change and be living on a, a much larger or much less amount than I am now. It's going to yeah. be a really tough adjustment. Yeah. Yeah, definitely would. Yeah. But you're starting off with the, uh, the, this intervention here is some hard truth there. There is some hard truth and it's hard for people to swallow. Obviously hard truth is very jagged and, um, procrastination is the thing that allows people to just avoid it, you know, and the longer you avoid it, the more time passes, the more you're not getting up on that horse and, and going for it. But procrastination can create issues in relationships and teamwork. And it's especially no joking matter. I think when it comes to your retirement, it's not something that you should continue to kick the can down the road and um, really need to focus on what you're going to do, even if it is, even, even if it is at a low level. And I talk to a lot of clients here and I say, you know, just get it started. And people will tell me, all right, well, let's do $200 a month or $500 a month. And I always pull them back from the, the first amount they give me because I don't want them to, um, you know, I don't want them to stop contributing. I want it to keep going and going. And that means that if they have to start at $25 a month, then great. Just don't quit putting that $25 a month away. So um, just wanted to stress that to people out there. But let's let's move on to the second way to recover from a late start to retirement, which definitely fits into the um, quote unquote uncomfortable zone for most of us. And it is to uh, stay on the job longer. And while while it might not feel like a win, staying longer on the job could potentially increase your monthly Social Security check down the road by delaying filing for Social Security. Uh, it could give you increased income because you're getting pay raises throughout your later years, which could be higher than you've ever seen before. could allow you to contribute more to your 401k because of those pay increases. But um, if you want to see how much monthly benefit might rise by working longer, you can always go to the official Social Security Retirement estimate, uh, Estimator located at their website, which is uh, ssa.gov. Real easy to find and walk through there. Well, that's handy. They have an estimator so you can kind of see where you are now and where you might be in the future. Yeah. But uh, how, does that, how does that retirement estimator work? Well, basically it, um, it calculates estimates based on your actual Social Security earnings record, so what you've made in the past. But keep in mind, um, these are just estimate estimates. They're not, you know, spot on all the time. They can be really close or they can be right on, but they're just estimates basically. And we can't provide your actual benefit amount until you apply for your benefits. Um, and that amount might be different from the estimates provided because obviously your earnings may increase or decrease in the future. You might be laid off, might be disabled. Any number of things could, could affect that. And after you start receiving benefits, they, um, They'll, they'll be adjusted for cost of living increases. In addition to that, your estimated benefits are based on current law and the law governing benefit amounts may change because we all know how how that works as far as the politicians go. By, by 2034, the combined trust fund reserves are projected to become depleted for Social Security. So that may be just the reason to tweak things and adjust laws and, and kick the can down the road, so to speak. But hopefully it's not you kicking the can. It's the politicians that are kicking the can. But hopefully they don't. Hopefully they take this bull by the horns and actually figure out some way to remedy this issue. Because we've seen it in other countries where their social programs have been depleted or entirely lost. Uh, so it's a, it's a big to do. But um, I guess the, the same projection the Social Security Administration provided last year 
could be different this year. So payroll taxes collected will be enough to pay only about 79 cents for each dollar of scheduled benefits. So that's how you can see how um, those reserves are due to be depleted unless they do something. Oh, 79 cents to the dollar. That's mm. that's a tough one, you know, to take a, that's a what, a 20, 21% hit on your, on your savings there. Yeah, it definitely, definitely is tough. I mean, obviously, you know, 79 cents does, doesn't make a dollar and that's unfortunate. But another factor is that your benefit amount may be affected by military service. Uh, there's, um, uh, railroad employment or pensions earned through work on which you obviously did not pay social security tax. So that'll affect your bottom line. Working with a financial services professional, obviously, that can help you evaluate your estimated results and make a strategy that may include working longer at your current job or finding additional income options. And I can give a good example of one of my clients here at Investment Executives. Um, we were able to get him retired earlier because we were able to maximize his current investment dollars to create a lifelong income. And I think what a lot of people don't realize is there are products out there that can create a lifetime income that's kind of acts. It's not a pension plan, but it kind of acts like a pension plan where it's going to pay you for the rest of your life. And obviously it's based on the claims paying ability of the insurance company that backs those. Um, but for the most part, it's another, you know, monthly check. And I like to call that mailbox money that comes in every month to pay those bills. And, you know, here at investment executives, we can also offer a social security maximization report. It'll help determine the best time to file for Social Security, how you can maximize that, how you can get the best out of it based on your life expectancy. There's a number of things we uh, put into the equation for you and calculate um, how to maximize your Social Security. But we also calculate how to maximize your dollars that you've currently invested in different avenues. But you generally only get one chance to begin your Social Security payments. And I say generally because there is a way out, but the estimator um, the Social Security Maximization Report and your Financial Services Pro can help you make certain, absolute certain, you file at the time that fits your financial situation and make sure you're maximizing those dollars. All right. Well, Craig, I think this is the perfect spot for us to end our first segment. Um, do you have anything else you'd like to share before we go to a quick break? Yeah, I'd like to um, address the fact that we offer here at Investment Executives a complimentary consultation, no cost for you to come in, talk with us, talk about your Social Security, take advantage of our Social Security Maximization Report. Get that, at least something you could take home with you, and there's no cost for that as well. And then we can get you headed in the right direction, make sure you maximize that Social Security, and take a, take a look at your current assets on how we can maximize those and put them in a little bit less, key, less risky position and utilize those to create a lifetime of income. And if you'd like to do that, you know, just give us a buzz at 855-625-3736, or you can always visit our website incognito uh, at theinvestmentexecutives.com. All right. And thanks, Greg. And listeners, stay tuned to hear more about our retirement procrastination intervention right after this. The ups and downs of the stock market can be exciting, but not if you're near or in retirement. Predictable returns may not be exciting, but your needs tend to change later in life. When you are ready for a relatively more predictable financial plan, call the investment executives. We focus on crafting effective financial strategies. You can get your adrenaline rush elsewhere. Give our office a call at 855-MAKE-SENSE or visit us at theinvestmentexecutives.com. Welcome back to The Main Money Show. My name is Craig Dixon from Investment Executives. And please remember 
to visit our website, theinvestmentexecutives.com. That's our company website. Or you can go direct to the radio page, which is themainmoneyshow.com. And if you'd like, uh, before the break, I mentioned having a complimentary consultation. You can do that and set up that appointment with us by calling 855-625-3736. But anyway, I wanted to get right back into it. Today, we're having a retirement savings uh, procrastination intervention for everybody out there, including uh, my co-host Mitch. <laughs> yep. We're trying to get him to save a little bit more as he goes forward. But our record, hey, you got uh, a, you got a tough road ahead of you with that one too. So uh, I think I got you. Yeah, I got I you. So. <laughs> <laughs> but our uh, our resource resource rather for this conversation is a June 2018 article on Money.CNN.com entitled Three Ways to Recover from a Late Start on Retirement Planning," and we've already covered. The first two ways to recover, and the first one was start saving your you-know-what off and then stay on the job longer. Those were the first two we got underway and talked a little bit about. Right, and those have been some harsh truths there. So hopefully number three is a little bit easier to adjust to. Well, you know, Mitch, some people might find our last way to recover from a late start to retirement savings a little bit easier, but I'm not sure. I think it's always a a tough nut to swallow. So uh, the third way to recover from procrastination is to be flexible and resourceful. Sounds easy enough. Sounds like everybody can do that. But your personal um, financial situation, uh, how much you've saved already, how many years before retirement, and a bunch of other factors may not allow enough time to save or put enough extra years working to make up for the, your uh, your late start. But it can be done. It can be done. Right. So just being flexible and resourceful. So, yep. you know, it's a little better than just having to work longer, just fi- kind of find ways that you can work with what you have or, you know, things yeah, like I, that. I think it sounds nice, doesn't it? It flexible does. Flexible and resourceful. <laughs> it's like everybody can be flexible and resourceful, I think. Just got to yeah, do your so, stretching in the morning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> to, to reference uh, Tom Brady, TB12, your pliability. Maybe that's <laughs> right. what we should put. Your pliability and resourcefulness. But anyways... Uh, Flexible and resourceful, uh, well, I, I guess it could include working longer. It's going to take some unique steps to overcome procrastination, obviously, if you've waited uh, too long. Obviously, if you're in your 40s, a little easier than if you're in your 60s. But you never know. I mean, it might be the case where, uh, another example is I had a client who was funding their education for their children. Um, they helped pay for most of their college education. And then when that was done and they had paid that off, they really, really put the money to their retirement account and it, and it really has paid off over the last, I think it's been 10 years. They really caught up because they have had the money to maximize and put in there and not have to worry about paying other stuff off. So you may be able to do it. There's, Like I said, it's not always based on age. It's not always based on income. It's based on your flexibility, your resourcefulness, your willingness to maybe work a little bit longer. And that doesn't necessarily mean in years. That could mean longer days during the years you are going to work to get overtime. I know my brother does that a lot. A lot of people up there in Rumford in the mill, they they do a lot of overtime to make some extra money. So, um, you know, you'll likely have to be open to other ways to enhance your retirement strategy, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And some of these might include downsizing to a smaller, less expensive home. I know we did a show in regards to that. And you could look for part-time work to supplement Social Security and savings. I know some clients of mine have done that. They got... They got down their uh, 30-year job and then went and found something they they really always wanted to do that they could make money at. And that was a nice way for them to still work and enhance their retirement and be happy to get up every morning to go to do what they're going to do. And, um, you know, there are, there are plenty of resources out there to find work in retirement. And I think we all have the ability as Mainers to go out in there and do there. We're, we're, we're tough people. We live through these long winters and we are 
some of the more resourceful people, I believe, in the United States. So, right. I and we I can do it. Yeah, I, I think it's one of those things like they're calling it the gig economy now where you have your, you know, your, your main full time job, whatever it is you're doing. But then yep. you have your little side hustles here. So whether it's, you know, if you're driving for Uber on the weekends or something like that, or if you want to open up an Etsy shop and just sell yeah. arts and crafts online, things like that. You know, there's, yeah. those are other ways you can supplement your income and things like that. That's not going to go away anytime soon. Yeah, that's an awesome point. I really like that. That's true. It's uh, you got me. <laughs> you got me thinking all over the place now. I mean, you think about uh, Uber. That's an easy way, like you mentioned. And uh, oh, what's the one way you rent out like a like a second home or you're oh, like a VRBO VRBO. What is that? VRBO. Yep. Where you can what have your, for? I don't remember a vacation rentals by owner, I believe. So instead of, a, yeah. So there's another of, app that you can do that though. What's that? What's the app? Or oh, the, um, I know I what you're talking about. I don't remember what it is. Bed and, I th- I'm thinking bed and breakfast, but that's not what it is. It's, oh, yeah, Airbnb. Uh, Airbnb. Yeah. Thank it's you. the same, 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 same concept, but yeah, where you yeah. can like take your house or if you have something else, like a little, a little cabin yeah. or something like that, you can rent it out, you know, on a daily or weekly basis or something like that. Just bring in a little yeah. bit of extra cash. I think that's huge. I mean, a lot of people up here in Maine have a camp that they can do that for the Airbnb. Um, they could even they could even drive their uh, guests to the Airbnb by use, utilizing Uber. So, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who knows? You may even be able to uh, find work that matches some of your planned activities in retirement. You could, you know, take some of those hobbies, you know, like, do you love attending games at, I don't know, local university like UMO or something like that? Or you can look into working at the stadium. I know I have clients. It's funny, I have all these clients that do these different things, but I do have a couple of clients that work down at um, down in Portland, down in the old port at the stadium there, and they work different events. They get to see concerts, and they still earn money in, while they're doing that. So, you know, they experience the environment as as an usher or security guard or something like or support staff or whatever, and they make money at the same time. So they get to do something they love and make money. And, you know, it depends on what you're doing. Do you love to visit? a specific museum or some of the state parks. Maybe some people would like to work at some of the state parks. I know we got enough here in Maine where they could maybe find some sort of job and some jobs might provide discounted membership or exclusive, exclusive access. I know a lot of people work at LL Bean and they get discounts for Christmas and things like that. So a lot of stuff out there, a lot of potential for Mainers. I know that for sure. Yeah. So Craig, let's recap these three options that we've went over and these are all part of our retirement procrastination intervention. Yeah, um, absolutely. Good idea. And so number one was start saving your you know what off. Uh, Number two was stay on the job longer. And number three was be flexible or uh, as Tom Brady would say, be pliable and resourceful. So now that we've had our procrastination intervention, um, I want to try to take this time, Mitch, to pivot to some other challenges to that procrastination that can introduce you to your retirement. And if you've been procrastinating, you may have many things that you need to keep um, looking at and really focus on and take care of in relation to your retirement and not just, you know, get the mail in for a statement and throw it away or avoid the uh, possibility of setting up a Roth or whatever it is, something to get you on the right direction. But let's work through a top 10 list from Kiplinger.com entitled top 10 retirement procrastination problems. That's a tongue twister. Oh, top 10 list. Those are great. You know, I feel like Paul Schaefer from the old Letterman show. Yeah. Well, here we go. I, uh, that, Procrastination problems made me think of a tongue twister. Have you ever heard this one? I have a can opener that can open any can that any can opener that can open any can can open. I could do that too, but I'm not going to do it right now. Yeah. I'll do that for Joe. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) After you practice a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, anyway, here goes here goes the Letterman thing here. You can be my Paul Schaefer. But anyway, Mitch, uh, we don't have time to dive into all 10 problems listed in the article, but we do have time to focus on the ones that I think are probably the most important. Um, you may disagree, but you can go to the KiplingAir.com article, find out for yourself. And in fact, many of them are covered by our From the Heart Journal. Uh, the From the Heart Journal is a tool that we use that allows each client to tell their personal financial story. And once completed, the journal will provide loved ones with detailed uh, critical issues about things like uh, dependent children, um, insurance policies, where they are, how much they are, how do I get access to them, important document locations. We can look at that. Um, I've had clients who have had uh, parents and siblings that have passed away and been unable to find those important documents. So that's huge. Uh, funeral, burial wishes, uh, end of life wishes, and a lot more. And all of those are mentioned, like I said, on that Kiplinger's list. So take a look at that. The uh, website again is kiplinger.com and the top 10 retirement procrastination problems. All right, Craig. So I see you covered just a couple of the things from that Kiplinger list. Um, but what are some of the other important things that were in that top 10 list? Well, uh, two of the things that were mentioned in the Kiplinger article top 10 were a new attitude about risk and a written financial strategy. And I feel these two are the most important of the top 10. Um, let's start with the new attitude about risk. And risk tolerance is integral to a retirement strategy. Risk tolerance is something that evolves and changes over time as you get older and you close in on those retirement years. Uh, but for many retirees, when they move into their retirement years, they tend to focus on lower risk assets, which I tend to agree with. There are some people that will go through through retirement totally at risk the whole way and just ride the wave. And those are the people that have what I believe some mailbox money set up. They have a high Social Security and they also have some assets that are providing lifetime income, whether it's a pension or whatnot. They can afford to have that stuff. But however... I think every individual and financial situation is unique. And I got to believe just because of where we are in Maine and what I've seen that there are not a lot of um, what I call really large 401k accounts set up. So we have to look at those and make sure that um, we are taking care of the income first and then take a look at the risk tolerance after that. Right. So, so how do you determine someone's risk tolerance? Well, we have a uh, proprietary program software here called the Color of Money Risk Analysis to determine the risk tolerance score. And it's easy to complete questionnaire. Uh, it's 11 questions. It's available anytime in the generational vault, um, which I've talked about previous shows. That's access to online storage and documents. And it's really awesome. Um, once you become a client or you take uh, advantage of that complimentary consultation, we do set you up with one of those as well. So I recommend that to my clients, to anybody who's come in to visit us, regularly take the color of money risk analysis. And basically it's the commas, the acronym we use, and it's 11 quick questions like I talked about, survey that analyzes your risk tolerance. And the um, the risk score then leads to the color of money report, and that's the, that's the valuable piece, that report that you get. And it gives you a helpful way to categorize your retirement assets. And we make it super easy. Um, if you can rem remember the, uh, the colors of the intersection lights, red, yellow, and green, um, you can definitely remember this color of money report. And, and uh, we'll get into that in a minute on what the, the color of money report means. Right. And that was a, that's a really valuable tool that you have for your clients out there. And yeah. I remember you had mentioned another valuable item from that Kiplinger's top 10 list. What was that one? Yeah. So the other item um, that stood out to me, it really stood out on the on the uh, website was the importance of having a written financial strategy. And I always go back to like written goals. And I think most people that are successful have some sort of written goal. And I think that's the case for most people that are um, financially well off have a, a well planned out financial strategy. And it's important to have that strategy. But until you put 
pen to paper. Um, just like you do your goals, that plan can be, I guess, nebulous at best and forever changing on you. So putting that pen to paper and putting it down in concrete writing is really crucial. It's kind of like um, goals. If you just keep your goals in your head, they're more wishes than they are goals. So I think it's important to write that down. And a written, stat- uh, written strategy is much more concrete. And we just talked about the color of money risk analysis, which that's just one part of what we call strategy assessment in our generational vault. There are many other pieces. Well, you know what, Craig, as usual, time has flown by, but that's it for this week's show. Do you have anything else you'd like to let the listeners know before we go today? Um, yeah, time does fly. (laughs) So, so you need to, it's funny you segued into that time does fly. So you need to not procrastinate. Um, call us day or night. If we're not here, leave us a message. We'll set up a complimentary consultation um, you can visit us at the investment executives.com, the main money show.com. Give us a call at eight, five, five makes sense. That's sense with an S, uh, numerically that's eight, five, five, six, two, five, three, seven, three, six. And we'll get you started on the road to retirement and we'll help you to avoid procrastination. We may even, uh, give you a round to it so you can finally get around <laughs> to doing this. But anyway, yeah, give us a call, set it up. It's no cost. A uh, complimentary consultation for you. We'd be more than happy to set you up. And like I said, I have people that do, you know, $10 a month, $25 a month just to get the ball rolling. It's super crucial not to delay any longer. Thank you for listening to The Main Money Show. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Craig Dixon at The Investment Executives. Call 855-MAKE-SENSE or visit their website at theinvestmentexecutives.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.